UT is seated sixth, eighth graders descend on U of H, and the Ruse hosts some games on today's TX Water Polo Podcast. I'm James Smith in Austin, Texas, and on Skype, as usual, is Joe Linehan. How are things, Joe? Good, good, good. Getting ready for the weekend. Well, they you say that they're good, but a week ago, you used this podcast to cheer on the Houston Astros. How, how are you feeling after this past week? I had managed to forget about it, but thank you for bringing that back. You're welcome. Awesome. Yeah, no problem. Yep. Hey, I was rooting for them, too. I lived in Washington, D.C. for nine years, and I have zero interest in the Nationals at all. And I guarantee you that 80 percent of that town doesn't care about that team either. I mean, there's no more transient town in the in, in the entire country than D.C. So anyway, congratulations to them. It's nice that they won their first one. But I'm uh, sorry for the for the Astros. The Astros are still going to be good for the next couple of years. So I'm happy. So and, there you go. And they have the best uniforms in all of baseball. And I and I grew up a Dodgers fan, so uh, that's saying something. And I'm a and I'm probably more of an NBA fan, so so go Spurs, go. There you go, Spurs. Did they beat the Lakers last night? I don't even know. No, they did not. Uh, too bad. All right, so uh, a few things. We're gonna tread over a little bit of territory that we talked about last week, but first. Uh, is just at least to make mention of the University of Texas. They uh, already qualified for the national championships that are coming up in a couple weekends' time in Philadelphia or in uh, in Pittsburgh. Um, but we do know now that they're going to be matched up against the winner of the Mid Atlantic. As of the time that you and I are talking right now, we don't know exactly who that team is, but it's more than likely going to be Villanova, Penn State, or Pitt. Those are the top three seeds for that Mid Atlantic tournament that are coming up this weekend. Yeah, I, I'm excited, and I'll be watching the games online. And a couple years ago, I think they played in the championship game, so That's right. I think I think I think UT has a real chance this year. So. Yeah, there. It's and we'll talk a lot more about this as that event approaches. We'll get somebody from the club on, uh, to interview, and uh, so we'll we'll definitely go over that much more in the coming week. Um, but again, we'll go over a little more of a territory that we've spoken of before. It's a busy weekend. This is a, this is a, is this the busiest weekend of the year or it's, it's gotta be up there, right? Oh yeah. There's lots of stuff going on. So to start with, uh, you know, like, like you have Austin college has some home games on Friday, Saturday, kind of, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a Dallas uh, masters fall invite at SMU. It's a, it's an open men and opens women division. And then to cap it all off, there's a USA water pole national championship. Um, on Friday, Saturday, Sunday at the at the University of Houston. You keep it's called Champions Cup. Yeah, Champions Cup. It's, you keep forgetting that, or I keep forgetting that it's a three-day tournament: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. This is a big, it's a big deal. Um, they announced the teams that, or they've listed the teams that are coming to, in to compete for the boys. Uh, by the way, so to back up a little bit, this is an eighth grade and under tournament, right? Is it age group also? Yeah, it's eighth grade and under and fourteen and under. Got it. So, so you have to meet both criteria. And you this is the only tournament where you have to have grade verification. Not just stage go. verification, but grade verification. Okay, got it. So in and then those teams that are actually traveling, um, mainly from California, but those coming to Texas are CC United, Commerce, Rose Bowl, Newport, Del Mar, Vanguard, San Diego Shores, and then from Chicago, West Suburban. Um, that's just the boys' side. For the girls, it's Northwood, Santa Barbara, 805, Commerce, Shores, Waxham, SoCal, and then, well, Diablo Alliance, La Mirinda, and then from out of the state, Greenwich, Chicago Parks from uh, Chicago, obviously, and then Thunder and Lone Star are playing. So this is a, I mean, this is a really interesting group of teams that are competing, and uh, I think Texas is pretty lucky to have it. 
Yeah, so what this tournament is about, there's 12 boys teams and 12 girls teams, the teams that you just listed. They all have to qualify through their zones. So there's one team per uh, zone that gets to go. And then the host zone, which is the Southwest zone this year, gets to have two teams per gender. Yeah. Um, and then if a team, if, if a particular zone does not use their slot, then it goes back into the pool and kind of and kind of one of the larger zones out there will get that extra slot. So that's why you get, you know, kind of multiple teams from Orange County or something like that. Right. So, but uh, it. yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's going to be great. And uh, uh, and I'm excited. I've been at this tournament, uh, you know, many, many times. This is a tournament that's always held outside of California. Uh, it was held in North Texas in 2014, 2015. It was it was held in Houston back in 2010. Um, and it's and in in between times, it's been at the University of Indiana, the University of Michigan, the University of Missouri and all places in between. So this is a great event that USA Water Polo has been putting on since the early 1990s. It sounds like they are at least trying to make it so that it's hosted by a local university. Because um, a couple of years ago, it was in North Texas at Louisville, which is a great yeah. facility. And this year at the University, university of Houston. And that's where they hosted some um, exhibition games with Montenegro and the U.S. national team right before the, before the, the last Olympics. So it, that, that's a facility that's familiar with this kind of, well, at least something like this level of water polo. So a, a great venue. Oh, it's a great venue. It's a 70 meter kind of the indoor pool. Um, I think it was built in conjunction with a push for Houston to get one of the Olympics in 2016 or 2020, but that never came to to fruition. But the like it's part of the, the University of Houston Campus Recreation Center. It's a wonderful facility. Rodney Rogers and his crew down there are kind of gearing up for this weekend. And I'm excited. It's yeah, it's yeah, it's going to be a, a lot of fun. And yeah, it's the same place back in July of 2016 that uh, Montenegro and uh, Team USA both played on the men's side prior to going to the Rio Olympics. Yeah, that was fun. All right, well, so you got three days of competition in Houston coming up. Go check it out. There's lots of talent in the pool and lots of uh, excitement as well. Um, we're going to come back here in just a moment, and we'll briefly talk about Austin College and a bunch of other stuff that's either coming up or just passed. So we'll be right back. In many podcasts, this time would be filled with ads for electric toothbrushes or recruiting services. Not here. Instead, we're asking you to show your support for TX Water Polo by donating to it. Go to txwaterpolo.com donate and help us continue covering the sport we love in the Lone Star State. Hi, I'm U.S. Olympian Janai Kerr, and when I need to stay up to date with my water polo news in Texas, I listen to the TX Water Polo Podcast. James and Joe back with you and uh, Austin College is hosting a bunch of games this weekend. That's the we spoke about it last week when we talked with Mark Lawrence. Um, the the schedule is uh, there's an exhibition on Friday and then three total games on Saturday. Um, they will be doing that the basically a couple of weeks before they head off to California for MPSF championship. So, but these are the only four games that are in the state of Texas all NCAA season. Yeah, for NCAA games. Yeah. So on on Friday evening at 6 p.m., Austin College is playing Penn State Baron. These and all these games are at or at Austin College's pool. Um, and then it's 10 a.m. Uh, it's Austin College versus Ottawa on Saturday morning. And then at 1:30 p.m. it's Penn State Baron versus Ottawa on Saturday. And then at 5 p.m. it's Austin College versus Penn State Baron again. Right. So. And- 
hey, if you're in the area, it's a great opportunity to, to stop by and yeah, and kind of cheer on Austin College. So. Yeah, we we talked about it again last week. I mean, that place gets loud, and so yeah. these are games that are winnable, and especially with that kind of uh, environment, they should, they, they, at least in theory, they should do pretty well. Yeah, I'm sure the kids are going to be hyped up. I'm yeah, I'm sure the women's teams to be out there. I'm sure they're going to yeah, they're going to get uh, kind of not only their college buddies, but all of their club buddies are going to yep. come up. Like yep. moms and dads from around the state are going to are going to be there to watch. It's going to be a good environment to watch games. <laughs> and uh, what was it? They're also going to be having the, like the games on the Fosh, the Fosh.net, T H E F O S H.net. Uh, I didn't so, know that. Great. So you so you'll be able to at least that at least that'll be the statistics, the running score. Um, and then I believe that they're working on some 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 sort of streaming option. So but that's to be determined. But but you can go to is it acruse.com? That's that right? it. Yep. My home of the mighty ruse. We uh, they're streaming. Does that mean that you're going to be doing the announcing again if they no, do? No, I will be in Houston at the Champions Cup. So no, I will not be doing okay. it. I, that was my one time only of doing the online streaming. And I would do it. I would do it. And if you're the SID at, uh, at Austin College, I'm I'm available. Bring in, um, have me and uh, and Meskel work the games like we did at Champions Cup a few years ago. Um, okay. Yeah. And then no. and then uh, was it? It's going to be an exciting games and go Austin College. And yeah. Penn State and then Penn State Baron is also playing a couple exhibition games on Sunday. As part of the Dallas Masters Fall Invite, which Ooh, is a good segue, good one, yeah, and, uh, yeah, go ahead. Excellent. I mean, we were, we wanted to talk about Dallas Fall Invite. You really uh, tied that in there very nicely. Oh, thank you. I'm getting good at this, I guess. Mm. But, um, but yeah, so they're playing the Dallas Masters team and the Hops Masters team. Um, they're playing them on Sunday morning, um, and but that but that tournament's going on. All day Saturday, all day Sunday. I believe there's what nine men's open teams, and then the four women's open teams, and then plus the exhibition games with Penn State Baron. So it's so it's gonna again it's gonna be a busy week in a water polo up and down the line. So Dallas Dallas Masters is at SMU, right? Hosted by Pegasus. That's my that's my recollection. Correct. And actually Dallas the like the Dallas Water Polo Club, which is the Masters team in North Texas, is is actually part of Pegasus now. Got it. Okay. Yeah. That so, that actually was unclear. So it's so it's actually like so it's being co-run by the Dallas Masters and Pegasus, but but the Dallas Masters they do their business under the Pegasus umbrella now. So right, and traditionally, at least in the, in the past, they've had teams from uh, from outside the state. Is there a team from Florida this year that's part of that tournament? I don't no, I don't recall. No, no, okay. it's, no, it's 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 most of the of the local teams. I think uh, UT is also playing right. on the men's side to yeah to try to get uh, ready for their national event. Yeah. Um, but you know, Hobbs and San Antonio, um, uh, Dallas, Totex on the men's side, plus you know the Wahoos and Hobbs teams on the women's side. Plus, I think there's going to be some like some kind of filling in with with some of the better 18 under teams as well. So. Okay. It's yeah. It uh, it should be a, a good event. So, three options there for everybody, guys. You got Champions Cup, you got Austin College games, and you got the Dallas Masters Fall Invite. Plenty of water polo going on. So. A busy weekend, and we'll come back and uh, talk about a couple other things before we get out of here, including um, a maybe a short recap of what just happened this past weekend, and then we will uh, we'll leave you guys alone. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Mark Lawrence from Austin College, head coach of the men's and women's water polo programs and home of our kangaroos. When I'm interested in uh, what's going on with Texas Warplow, I always listen to TX Warplow podcast.
It's James and Joe on the TX Water Polo Podcast. We're getting ready to get out of here, but not before we talk about a little bit that happened this past weekend, the Dallas Fall Invite, which if it's not the biggest tournament of the year, it's among them, I, I would think. And yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely one of the biggest tournaments of the year. I mean, they actually had to split it up. That's why there's right. a Dallas Masters Fall Invite. So that that and the fact that my club couldn't get into it. So that that's uh, I have a little personal experience with this. We'll have to figure that out a year from now. But regardless, it was it uh, it was completed and uh, with some um, some interesting results uh, that the age groups 12 and under co-ed 14 U co-ed um, 16 U boys, 18 U boys and then 16, 18 U girls. And Thunder is the best of the 12 and under Southside won the 14 and under co-ed. Uh, Pegasus won the 16 and under boys, Trident Red won the 18 and under boys, and Thunder Blue won the 16 and under and 18 and under girls. So, um, again, a a very successful outcome for that tournament all weekend. Yeah, it was a a great little event. I got to pop in and out a little bit. um, And uh, from what I gathered, I mean, everything kind of ran smoothly. It was all at South Lake. They had three courses going on at one time. They did have a couple games over in Keller on on Saturday afternoon, but mm. you know, I think this tournament's going to keep getting bigger and bigger. And there's talk about you know just kind of you know having maybe a Dallas Fall invite for 1816s in yeah in yeah in one area, and then and then having a different club host of 14s 12s. Yeah. So 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 we could just provide opportunities for everybody to be part of it. Yeah, great stuff. So, and one of the things that I heard as part of uh, as the coaching fraternity in the state was that there's some uh, there's some uh, what would you say interest in the fact that tournaments can be uh, the, the the age limit for each tournament is determined by the tournament host, and so for some people it might be a, a bit of a surprise. Well, I mean, the default of any USA Water Polo sanctioned event is August one of that calendar year, but any tournament director can 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 change that right. they can make it the day of the event they can make it august 1 of 2020 and like like you know i, I know I, I know the thunder water pole people they like to make their tournaments of august 1 of of uh, 2020 starting in september hmm. they do that because they are already they want to start getting ready for next year's summer season. Right. So basically like, you know, like if you're done playing 14s and you're going to be 15 by, by next summer, their, their ideas are to just play with your age group for next year. So they're getting ready for next year. Yeah. And yeah, you know, and I believe that most tournaments put it out there as far as this is the age as of date and teams just kind of, and teams just kind of need to read uh, like then like the information and see if it's, if it's right for their club to enter and right. if it's not, then don't enter. But, you know, and every tournament's a little different. So, and that's, uh, and that's the right of like of the tournament. So that August 1st, uh, that, that August 1st date is, is really because of J- junior Olympics. Right. I mean, that, that, that's where I know that's what I think of before my club is that, that that's what I'm going to try to put together for the upcoming season is to make sure that they're, that I'm fielding a team that is going to be eligible for junior Olympics, even if it's a year away. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. And then every other kind of, and then we kind of kind of work it around for all, all, all the other events, but everybody has to remember, there is no perfect system. There's no right. perfect date. Actually, I believe the system that we have in place now works best for everybody because it is flexible. 
Yeah. You you know what you're going to get for the USA Water Polo National Championships and the uh, in national events, the August one of that given year. Now, all clubs then, you know, whenever they sanction an event, they have the ability to change that, which is great because they can then do what they feel is needed for their club and their area. Right. So it's just that, I mean, I think uh, the system that we have in place, although it's not uh, like, you know, the same throughout, but there is going to be no one system that's going to make everybody happy. Right. Ever. And that's okay. So. Yep. That does provide flexibility for teams who want to host these things. And and that is the key is if you're going to host a tournament, you get to dictate terms. So exactly. if you, so it gives you the incentive to do so instead of saying, well, this tournament should host in this manner. It's like, okay, you know, maybe you can convince them to do that, but how about hosting your own gig and, and uh, inviting everybody to come to your pool? Actually, yeah, just step up and host. Yeah, yep. we can, I mean, I know some people are going to roll their eyes out there, but but we can never have enough tournaments. Right. And it's just going to get it's we're going to get more and more events every year as we move forward. We have more and more people continue to play. OK, that'll do time for a little break out of Fort Worth, Texas. One of the few non-California guys and Zach Lowry skips it in. We're level again. You're listening to the TX Water Polo Podcast. Well, that's it. We're almost done. There's a few bits before we log off here. Um, one is I'm going to Budapest the week of Thanksgiving and want to watch some training there. So if you, dear listener, have any contacts, experience, suggestions about how I can get that done, I am all ears and would really appreciate hearing from you. You can email me at pod at txwaterpolo.com. Maybe, Joe, you have some suggestions. I don't know. There's There are Hungarians in the state, so I need to I, I need that information. I need to go know what to go see aside from water polo, but also I want to get on the deck. So there you go. Um, go to txwaterpolo.com to listen to this podcast. You can find us on social media. You can leave comments and all that stuff. And we're out of here, Joe. Thank you, as always. And thanks to all of you for listening and for telling a friend about the TX Water Polo Podcast. Until next week, so long from Austin.